talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. Makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Thanks for making me wiser. Why, hello, and welcome to Fight Club. Hi. Good morning, everyone. There we go. We're live, everyone. Welcome back to Fight Club. So excited to be back here with you all this Tuesday morning. Um, As you know, we're a uh, group of self-employed industry experts, and we're really here to help you fight for your business during this time. We have an awesome guest with us today. It's going to be a lot of high energy, a lot of laughs, a lot of great information coming from Mr. Bobby over here. So we'll go ahead and introduce ourselves real quick and we'll let you kind of meet who we are. So I am Taylor Maroney and I co-own a power washing company with my husband in South Florida. And I've also worked in marketing for about five years. So I bring the marketing expertise to the panel and welcome back to Fight Club. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so Bobby, I mean, I feel like everybody knows who you are. And I also feel like you need to like hold the, like the amazing, Bobby. I mean, come on, he hasn't been amazing yet. He hasn't even said anything yet. <laughs> we hear what he has to say uh but bobby welcome tell us who you are what you're about i think you and tay are like me yeah Yeah. so i'm sorry i'm i'm kind of like multitasking because i'm like i'm sharing my this stream while i'm talking so can i get a couple of extra seconds of Of my intro i'm I'm just i'm doing it as we're talking so just bear with me let's see I'm the founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online, where I educate and empower small business owners just like you how to know your numbers. Uh, and if you hate numbers or if you don't want to know your numbers, I also own Likes Accounting Company, where you can outsource all those bookkeeping questions and problems and feelings to uh, my accounting firm. And I own a window cleaning gutter cleaning company in uh, Northern California called Jeff Likes Windows and Gutters. And I am very happy to be here. Welcome to Hype Club. Awesome. Bobby, okay. you ready? I'm ready now. I'm sorry. I had to <laughs> do that. Okay. Let's do it. And unlike, unlike you people, I'm not good at multitasking. Uh, my people aren't. So, uh, so my name is Bobby Walker. I own a pressure washing and window cleaning company here in Orlando, Florida. I also have a podcast and a YouTube channel called Journey of a New Entrepreneur, which is uh, the YouTube channel is just a documentation of my entrepreneurial journey from the time I lost my job till today. And the podcast is other people's entrepreneurial journey. I kind of interview them and do that. So, um, you know, love life, love Mickey Mouse, moved to Orlando just so I could uh, hang out with him all the time and got a wife of 20 some odd years and uh, three awesome kids that I love most of the time. And uh, and I like helping people with their business when I get the opportunity and I have the uh, expertise to do so. And you're from Oklahoma. Yes, Boomer Sooner. From Oklahoma, (laughs) used to live in Virginia, now lives in Florida. He has a connection with all of us, even geographically. It's awesome. I like it. (laughs) So I'm. I should have lived in California too. You have. I don't associate. I lived in in Riverside, California. Uh, My mom, when when I was nine years old, she just kind of got this wild hair. She wanted to like leave all of her problems, and we moved to California. I had a celebrated my 10th birthday in Las Vegas on the trip there. So I, you know, celebrated a birthday in Vegas. I, I just played a lot of video games and, um, <laughs> you know, we lived in a car for a few weeks and lived there for a year and moved back. So it was 
pretty cool. Interesting. Crappy. Huh? I said it made you scrappy. Yeah. No, it was fun. It, I didn't know any better. You know, when you're a kid, you don't know uh, if you if you live in a car for two weeks. It's just like camping. You know, it wasn't even yeah. bad. So. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. And I'm Michelle Myers, owner, co-owner of Pink Collars. And so you can outsource your office through our business. And we help all kinds of different home service businesses nationwide. And I'm super excited to be here with the one and only B-dubs in the Fight Club. Um, so I'm excited. Welcome to the Fight Club, Bobby. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm Martha Woodward, the other Oklahoman. And uh, I have quality-driven software. And I have, uh, you're getting me distracted because I have to come back at Boomer sooner. Uh, <laughs> and I have a maid service in Oklahoma. So anyway, that's me. All right, Tay, I know you're going to ask Bobby about all those social reviews. In the meantime, Lisa and Jeremy say hey, and I'm pretty sure Jeremy just called you a monkey, Bobby. So Monkey? No, I'm positive he was talking to Megan. Positive. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. We're never on camera. This is going to be fun. Okay, sorry, Tay, go. <laughs> We've already had so many laughs in the first, like, six minutes here. I don't even have my watch on. That was crazy. But, um, yes, I am going to talk to Bobby about reviews, and I'm actually going to talk to you about a post that you did on September 8th, because I love the take you took on it. So I'm just going to read it back to you so you can kind of remember what you okay. wrote. You probably do already, but I, just, honestly, yeah. I'm so <laughs> self-indulged. I, I remember all my posts. <laughs> this will be safe. I'll read it. So on September 8th, you put, it never gets old. If I may brag for just one second, one doesn't get a crap ton of reviews that are full of amazing testimonials like this simply by having a good review generation script. There's a ton of moving parts that all come together. And the most important one that you stated was one, being purposeful with your goals and two, having an amazing team that executes on the company vision, which those two things are something that I think no one talks about when it comes to reviews. So I'd love to hear why you listed those two as your most important reasons behind your review generation. Okay, so what were the two things? One of them was being purposeful and the other one was having your employees uh, basically buy into the vision, right? Yep. Um, well, I think, so, so here's the short answer to that. And then we can dig in as much as you want. I think those two things are probably the, the capstones or the foundation for anything that we're going to be successful with in our business. So, um, you know, I've, uh, if we're not purposeful with it, you know, um, we all know how goals are, whether we want to use acronym of a smarter goal, which I couldn't rattle off right now if, if you made me, but, um, but, but saying, you know, being purposeful would say, here's what we're trying to achieve and here's how we're going to achieve it. Let me show you once and then I'm going to watch you and then we'll move on, you know? And then, uh, obviously we have to do a good job getting our employees to, to, to be on board with that. Cause if they're not, they're just not going to do it or they're not going to do it with passion and they're not going to have the success. This isn't a part of your question, but I, but I'll add this to it whatever it is in our businesses, if your goal is to scale. Now, if, if your goal is to stay the owner operator, it's a different, I would say this is probably a different thing, but if your goal is to scale, I think it's really important that you're not the face of your business, you know, that people don't identify, you know, your business as you. So that way, when you don't do the work, people don't say, oh, well, I really want Bobby or I really want Caleb, you know, or something like that. 
So we've worked really hard to make sure that it's the employees that are doing those things, the employees that are getting recognized publicly uh, for those things. So you'll see my employees named all the time in the reviews and you see me hardly ever mentioned and that's purposeful, that's ideal and, and it really pays off for us. So. That's amazing because it is true. This review that you did tag was um, stating that both uh, your technicians, Ricardo and Bailey did an absolute amazing job. They're professional play, you know, all across the board. So um, now in going forward with your purposeful goals and really setting towards, you know, intention towards your review side of it in general, did you notice that there was any type of, you know, commonality between like what type of employees were doing really well with achieving those goals for you and really getting those reviews? Like, was there a certain type of, um, you know, trait that they all had that they were really being able to capture those so successfully? Because I feel like it's something that um, I know I've seen in our business because we haven't gotten to the point of being fully scaled yet to have my husband out of the field. So we're still in that owner operator state. And being able to have him even consistently getting the reviews is difficult. So I feel like that's something that owner operators attempting to scale, if there's a little tidbit on that, I'm sure that would be like a pretty decent golden nugget that you could throw our way. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. The, well, first off, before I get into that, I know this is Fight Club, but I think Martha just did a come at me, bro, <laughs> motion towards me. I don't know what's up with that. No, towards Taylor. <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm throwing employees like, in. I'm throwing uh, employees in. I'm employees. <laughs> <laughs> so, I knew it was okay. coming. It was at me. Don't don't take it personally. I'm, I'm sorry. I did get distracted by Martha. Re recap that question. The truth is, I got a text that isn't a good text, and then Martha. So give give me the 10 second recap of that question there, and then 10 second Martha. recap. Was there something that you saw as a trait in your employees, but oh, was also yeah. aligning with the goal that you were setting mm -hmm. for the intention of the reviews? Yeah. Okay. So. I, most of what I've learned in business, um, I, I learned from working in another person's business. And then I've actually learned very little in my own, except for I'm really bad at running a business. But the um, that's partially joking, partially true. Uh, the, um, but I learned this from a guy I worked for a security company um, uh, back in Oklahoma. Uh, Martha, do you remember TNT security by chance? Yeah, and I that, do. So I, I used to be the VP and general manager for them when they went got bought by the corporate corporation. But okay. the the owner of the company, um, Martha, if you notice, my logo looks kind of like theirs. That that company okay. really influenced me, uh, and the owner really influenced me. And um, one thing that he he worked really hard on, obviously, was sales. But he knew with the like customer experience thing, he knew with technicians, he would always hire people without experience on purpose because that particular industry, and I would say it applies to like pressure washing as well, but that particular industry, technicians were kind of a, they kind of had a, had a, they were just technicians and they were not people, people, you know, they weren't people persons. So he made sure that when he hired people, he was always trying to hire a good attitude and um, hire on attitude and personality because even though the sales rep well, the sales rep's not the first impression. They're, they're the second usually, right? Your admin or whoever is the first. But even though your sales rep is the one that convinces you to give us the shot, you know, I'm going to convince you we're a good company, at least enough to trust us to come out and do it. It's the technician that seals the deal. So your technician spends more time with the customer than anyone. And the technician is the one that actually does or does not deliver. So 
whenever we're when we're looking for uh, employees, I really don't care as a res primarily a residential company. I don't care if this guy over here is way more productive than these guys. If he's like talking to a brick wall, you know, if he's someone that just doesn't have a good personality and can't interact well, I don't even care. And one of the things I I'm trying to be concise in my answers. So shut me off if you need to, but oh, one wow. of the things that um, we do when we recruit is we don't even talk to anyone until they've followed instructions and left a voicemail on a line that we have. So that way I can just be very um, unbiased and it's just how I like their voice. Do I like their attitude and do I like their voice? And if I, if those two things come through, then we'll reach out to them about doing an interview because if you don't like their, their voice and attitude, then nothing else is going to work with this vision of getting the reviews, getting the um, referrals. And basically as my business partner, Michael Kaplan says, making that customer, once we've left, feel like we wrap that warm, fuzzy blanket around them, you know, and make them feel real good. So, so I don't know if that answered your question, but the type of person would be the people person. So all of my technicians are good at speaking with employees and, um, and, and they'll follow instructions. So they'll follow my script, put their own personality in there. And to quote one of my favorite movies, it's kind of, uh, remember the Titans. It's just like Novocaine. If you give it time, it'll work. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Love <laughs> it. I like it. <laughs> love it. Love wow. it. Love it. Okay. So I think it's my turn. Uh, yeah. and I don't know. Like, I kind of wanted to offer you a job and then I realized, no, that's a terrible idea to do on the Facebook live. I'm not going to offer you a job, but I do want you to explain why on Wednesday nights you uh, talk about bookkeeping. That's very confusing to me. <laughs> and then I, uh, but then I was like, I might want to talk about responsive because we both really love responsive. I think it's the only thing we have in common is our love for responsive. So um, I don't oh, know. So like, You're not a good person like me. I mean, I try, Bobby. I try every day, but we'll we'll get there. Um, so, yeah, you can choose. Well, first off, Megan, I, I only answer both, so you have to choose yeah. one, unfortunately. But I'm I'm gonna throw you the softball. Well, I I only tease people <laughs> I like, so that's like why I never tease Martha. So that's cool, you know. So you got that going for you. Um, I'll answer both real quick. The first one's easy. Why do I talk about bookkeeping? You know how, like most people that you get... just ignored me when I said you can't answer both. You can only choose one. We're, we have five oh, minutes to talk about one I'm of sorry. them. I thought this was a free country. I'm answering both. Um, so the first one's real easy. No, you know why most people that like they go and get a degree in like psychology or something It's because they're like kind of, you know, self medicating, if they will, you know, they, they, they know they're jacked up. So then they go and, and do that. You know, not all. So if one of you, are, I'm just saying that's kind of the stereotype, right? Wow. Um, wow. The, okay. Keep going. <laughs> that is, that's a stereotype. You, you know, offended people. every psychologist in the, uh, in the audience. Here. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, well, no, the ones that are offended are only the ones that are jacked up. So if you're not offended, you're not jacked up in the head. So anyway, uh, <laughs> well, the same way with me and bookkeeping, I'm so terrible at it. I felt like I needed to, um, um, you know, talk about bookkeeping because I suck at it really, really bad. No, Dan asked me to be play-by-play, -play, but responsibility, what do you want to know about it? What, here's why I love that piece of software so much um, is I think that it's really important to um, find ways to limit your labor as much as possible, you know, because like our time is the most valuable stuff that we have. And the less time I spend doing things that something or someone else can do, the better. And so responsive bid, I almost, 
I almost hate talking about it because everyone just thinks I'm a shill anymore. But like the well, reason. No. But let's pretend like some people who are watching don't actually know what it is. So why okay. don't you go back and do that? Because I, I actually don't talk about it very much on Fight Club specifically. So I'm happy for you to be the shill, okay, cool. shill or whatever. So go back and say, what is it? And why do you love it so much? And why does everybody get bored of you talking about it? Because you make so much money from it and you make it while you're at Disney World or Disneyland or yeah, whatever. Anyway, it's awesome. go ahead, yeah. do the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> so Responsibid, it's a, it's a software platform that essentially is kind of like hiring two or three employees for your company. So um, the first thing, the first employee you're getting when you sign up for Responsibid is like a 24 hour a day, seven day a week, 365 and a quarter days a year uh, salesperson. So they can, they can, you put it right on your website and you have to, to make it work. It takes a little bit of tweaking, you know, it doesn't just get up and going within five minutes, but you put your pricing structures and your packages and all that stuff in there. So then when someone goes to your website, they're actually able to get a quote. And um, not only is the quote accurate, but then it also allows them to schedule on your calendar and it has intelligent scheduling and all that cool, cool stuff. So like Yesterday, we had a great sales day. I went home, I'm sitting on the couch, I'm eating like some boneless pork chops and we got another $1,200, you know, two jobs landed, another 1200 bucks, just boom, just showed up on the schedule while I'm sitting there uh, watching TV and eating some pork, right? The, um, so we're, that's the first thing is it's a, like a full-time salesman for your company, but it's also just like an estimate helper. So if you have, uh, literally, you can hire someone and have them trained within about 60 seconds on how to quote for your business. So it takes the thinking out of quoting. So when your salespeople or your employees are interacting with customers, they're not worried about the technical side of it. They're only worried about that uh, relational, emotional side of, of connecting with the customer. The um, the next thing that Responsibid does is, um, is it's almost kind of like another admin, if you will. So um, if you if I said to you, hey, hire an employee and they need to call every customer the day before and give them a note, you know, remind them about the job, email that person also. Uh, the day after a job, email them. A week after a job, call them. Every quarter, send a postcard and an email to that customer reminding them. Call them a year out saying, hey, it's been a year since we were there. Um, send postcards each quarter. If I said hire an employee to do that, it costs you, you know, some hundreds of dollars a month minimum to do something like that. Well, Responsibid does all that for me. It never takes a break. It never misses. It just happens. So it all runs in the background of my business. So probably my favorite part about Responsibid is the fact that I kind of don't use it. You know, it, it just it just sits there and runs. So so between being a salesperson, being an effective sales coordinator, you know, as far as handling scheduling, and then being that um, that admin, that other person that will take care of all those little things the balls don't get dropped and I probably need to come back to this if we have time but I talked about that warm fuzzy blanket analogy but it's a part of our the, the whole customer experience of uh, or that whole customer life cycle that makes them feel good it's not even about how good they got clean but it makes them feel good and um, that is what turns into 500 plus Google reviews and it's what turns into uh, repeat business and things like that so you are a better person than me because I thought you were going to talk all about money because that's how I talk about responsibility is all the money that it makes me all the time. And you didn't even mention it, talking about warm fuzzy blankets. I feel like. <laughs> well, I, I started out with sales. I started, you know. Okay. Okay. And then you forgot my favorite part about responsibility. So I just have to correct you that my absolute favorite part about responsibility, in case you've never heard of the software before, is that it is intelligent scheduling. So 
we make zero dollars when we're in truck in between jobs and it is very smart about knowing yeah. where where you're coming from and how to minimize and limit the drive times and i've had amazing admins in my window cleaning business and it is really stressful when you have a customer on the phone yelling at you that they need it done yesterday because they've got a wedding Saturday. and every time the human will fill the spot right but responsive it makes you do it intelligently makes you optimize those routes and for me that's that's the best thing okay there's a lot of wonderful things about response but bobby walker <laughs> but today he is one of them uh i mean he went to the convention and wasn't wearing clothes like he i, I mean I, I don't know we're gonna have to explain only by that. request oh my gosh okay so um i have a response bid module for that you can actually that's an upsell on uh, our house <laughs> well, megan i gotta push back though for a second okay I, apparently someone else doesn't listen well this morning because I actually said the words intelligent scheduling and said it's like a self coordinator that handles that for you. So I'm, I'm just saying. Well, it's early. I apologize. I take it all back. Um, okay. Yep. So we, we did talk about money. I love that you faced your fears with bookkeeping so much so that every Wednesday night you can find Bobby Walker in a group bookkeeping beer and BS where he cuts a lot more than he has this morning. Thank you, Bobby. And he yeah. drinks. You know what? I've actually that. taken a sabbatical from that. Uh, oh, yeah. is the graph replacing you? Because I feel like he hangs out there a lot now, and uh, he to always be your like. You know, he's the when you can't get Sid, then you get Bobby. Or wait, did I say that? Sid Sorry. is the assistant to me. He's the assistant to Bobby. Uh, <laughs> now, honestly, I've been a little overwhelmed, you know, and I've just like got so much stuff going on. I told Dan because Dan, uh, Dan, and I and one other person, a friend of ours had the idea for bookkeeping beer and BS when we were in uh, Nashville at our quarterly mastermind group. And um, so Dan's like, Bobby, will you help me host it? It's not my thing. So I've been his little, you know, color commentator for the last year almost, but I just told him, I said, dude, I need a break. I, I got too much going on right now. So I'll, I'm not done with it. I'm just, you know, I just need it. Break and he hasn't been replaced by Sid Graf yet again. But, <laughs> uh, but he, what he did was he faced his fears, and every week he talks about his numbers. And he is very involved in his own numbers. And they say the best way to learn is to teach. And so being involved in that teaching, so I hat off to you. I'm very proud of that. I think that that's really cool. Um, and if listeners can take that, right? Like, it's it's big, it's scary, it's nasty, but it can be fun. You can do it while drinking beer. You can. Mm some hands over it and um yeah so i'm gonna pass you to michelle Yay. and it looks like she, she's ready it looks like she's caffeinated she's i'm totally ready i'm totally ready i uh want to kind of spin off of responsibility a little bit because i know that as we head into q4 a lot of guys a lot of people are looking at systems and processes in their business that they can change and pivot and they can walk away from the dumpster fire that has been 2020, right? So they're looking at new tools and systems. Other than Responsibid, what else have you got in your pocket hiding that you're using in your company that can give these guys some more success? Okay, I'll rattle off a few things. Um, so first off, the, the obvious one, and Megan will love this, you've got to have QuickBooks and um, it's probably one of the things that kind of saved my bacon because I got QuickBooks right at like early on and I just never really did anything with it, but I did have transactions going through there. So sure. even though it was a nightmare to fix my books, when I did get a bookkeeper, 
um, uh, you know, that that's just an obvious, like QuickBooks and a CRM are kind of like your staples. It's like, you don't, it's kind of like insurance. You don't want to spend money on it, but you really, really need it. So, yeah, yeah. so my biggest advice to anyone out there, um, I'm going to be a little offensive to, to someone that's, that's watching. You're stupid. If you think <laughs> I don't need a CRM, I can do it all with Google calendar. Listen, nope. no one that's successful <laughs> has done it without a CRM. You're not going to be the first. So stop thinking you're all that. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel and realize you need to look at other people that have won. Other people have done what you're trying to do and copy those guys. So first you need to get a CRM. I don't care which one it is. Um, I've used House Call Pro. I've used Jobber. I've used the Customer Factor. And I'm about to change to Service Monster. And all and four he's an of those. for all of them, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, sometimes I get a free month from Jobber because someone will sign up and mention me. But the... Um, but the, uh, you know, they're all great. And it like the worst CRM is a million times better than no CRM. And the, the main reason, especially when you're new, is if you have that tool and you make yourself use it every time, every time you give a quote, not just to sell, put that person's info in there. Um, what happens is over time, that's not only does it help you manage your business, pull reports, see where you're at, but you're able to, um, data is, is money. Data is money and email emails are money. Um, I just sent an email out about three days ago just saying, hey, it's the busy season. I sent out, I think, 4,700 emails that we've got over the last, you know, almost four years here. And mm -hmm. it just it says, hey, the busy season's coming up. If you want to be on the schedule, you better book now. That was like three days ago. Just before we went live, I'm still responding to people saying, give me my spot, give me my spot. So awesome. the um, so so that's the first one. As far as the, the things in my back pocket, I'll try to be yeah. quick. Response bid hands down, like no joke. I'm, they sponsor my podcast, but they sponsor my podcast because I was already using them. I was recommending them to everyone. And then I went to Kurt and I'm like, I'm making you a lot of money. I need a little love coming back on this thing. So, um, but anyway, response bid is hands down the most powerful thing that we use. It makes us money. That's old, and uh, it makes me money by generating revenue, and it makes me money by not having to hire a couple people that I would to do all that stuff otherwise. Uh, and then I'm gonna just just to keep it short. So this is you probably can't probably. Can't, but here is oh shoot. Oh, we can no, see. You're good. We, we can hear. We can see <clears throat> the TRT dashboard. I love you, it. What is that? Unmute. Unmute. Yeah. Oh, unmute yourself. Bobby yeah. Walker to unmute. <laughs> all right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yep. All right, so you guys may not be impressed by my numbers, but I've got my monthly sales goal, uh, where we're at, what the goal is, our current pace of sales, our capacity. So you can see I've got a, uh, a sales gap of 20K of where I want to be, but I've only got a thousand left for the month, you know, but that is what it is. Our net promoter score and then our bookings for the next five days on here. So wow. getting a dashboard, um, that you can use and what's cool about this particular one i'm gonna hey speak what of, is that called somebody just got a new response to bid what's up with that <laughs> this is a little one it's only for focus, focus. what uh, is that dashboard called because that is gold yeah so it's called numerics numerics uh, now, okay we're gonna put it in only if yeah, you're it's going iOS, in. only if you're apple it doesn't work for android phones but okay. uh, but it's, oh, it's, you can buy an apple tv download the app you throw it anywhere and then of course you got your the exact same dashboard right here on your uh right here oh. on your phone so, so like okay. my my son who runs sales you know these red ones these are the bookings for the upcoming five days 
he's when he's selling he can just pull his dashboard out and say boom we need money on this day and then book it on there so oh it's beautiful so a dashboard goes back to the very first thing we talked about it doesn't have to be numeric so you can create your own dashboard it doesn't have to be graphical it can just be a spreadsheet or whatever sure. but your your basic kpis here's the things i'm trying to push for that you can look at every day because when you're looking at it now you're purposeful just like we were talking about at the beginning so like i've got my uh i've got this planner right here so every day i write down like my three top things i've got to do well the dashboard and he takes a picture of the quote every day and posts it with something jealous and beautiful in the I background yeah, <laughs> so so uh a dashboard like numerics if you're on ios numerics isn't ultra powerful but it's cheap it's like 10 bucks a month versus like 150 bucks a month for a lot of these services it. and it's easy to use i'm on the website already and i will put the link as part of your homework everybody needs to go check it out awesome thank you bobby that's great and good, I'll, good two stuff. more things i'll, I'll mention two, two more that, that are huge i am an affiliate for these but i used them long before i was ever an affiliate send gym i've been using yeah. that month number two actually i kind of cheated when i mentioned responsive bid with postcards and voicemails send gym ties into responsive bid and does that um and automate motivate um my employees you're talking about all the reviews that we get so i think we're at like 528 529 reviews um my technicians love getting a review because they go get to claim 100 points on that automate motivate app and it lets them bank their points so they can save them up because if they get one review this week it's worth 10 bucks they can't even buy a beer after taxes with that but they can save them up i had a guy uh just buy some airpod pros this morning from automate motivate oh. had, uh, employees multiple times they'll cash out four or five one time it was 800 bucks before they go on vacation one wow. guy had an emergency dental issue cashed out 500 bucks to take care of that so automate motivates uh, uh that's a whole other conversation to have but again if you want to be purposeful and steer your employees towards yeah. a particular goal that does need to generate revenue um that's a good platform for you so Awesome. Well, I've queued you up to talk more about employees with Martha. So I'm going to let her take you over. Thank you so much, Bobby. That was all great stuff. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> you uh, answered. Sorry, excuse me. You answered. Oh, Go he's ahead. dying. Don't, it's fine. It's okay. I was talking. I was just apologizing. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you answered my first question pretty much because my first question was going to be when you talk about that warm fuzzy feeling you know that you give your clients and so forth i know you love on your employees too just mm -hmm. knowing that she's saying she knows it's not nice. Bobby yeah i'm gonna say something nice knowing the kind of person you are i know you do that and uh i was gonna ask you how and you gave us one way uh with the uh, automate motivate yeah so so the question is like how do I love up on my, my employees? How do I try to make them feel good? Um, I don't know that I always do the best job on that. Just for the record, I am human, you know, but um, I'm surprisingly better at it with my employees than I am with my family. Yeah. And I'm not proud of that, but it's kind of the truth because <laughs> you tend to be meaner to the people you're closest to. But um, anyway, the, uh, the, the first thing I always try to do, and I think this is key because uh, it's important to me is uh expect setting expectations with your employees um the same can be said for your spouse or for your customers or anything like that but like for instance um last week i told my guys hey we're going to six day work weeks for the rest of the year i sent that out in our boxer chat the response the first response i got back was um 
an animated gif of a guy making it rain with hundred dollar bills and <laughs> the next response that i got back was a guy that says love me some busy season okay so wow. now the reason i say that is that's not always a, like in the past i used to have like 65 employees in my old corporate career like when i worked for tr uh, tnt back in uh tulsa in oklahoma city martha um but uh, I didn't necessarily get to pick all those people. I kind of inherited some of them. And so I didn't get to pick the attitudes and personalities I wanted, but I also did a poor job setting expectations. So like this year, literally since January, I've been talking to my guys, hey, listen, you know, here's the ebbs and the flow of our, uh, of our business model. When, it, when October comes, tell your wives and your girlfriends, it's been fun and you'll see them in January because that's how we're gonna do it. So just kind of been preaching that, but also saying, but it's going to be awesome. You're going to hate me Monday through Thursday and you're going to love me on Friday because of the paycheck. And, and so I think just being upfront and honest with these guys of setting the expectations helps a ton. I do try to hire people that kind of uh, go along with my personality. I really do tease people I like. So um, whenever they mess up, I, you know, I might physically threaten them, you know, but everyone thinks it's funny because they all think I'm joking, you know, and uh, <laughs> no, if we, if we ever care, moved to California, you're a walking lawsuit. Oh my gosh. No, but, but, but we have fun, but um, I, I kind of try to treat it in the same way with my kids. I have fun with you, but when, when there's an issue, you know, we, we try to turn the emotion off, address it personally. And then I always try to do more than we say. So we always, um, uh, you know, we never treat cheat them on their their pay or anything like that. And within reason, I always try to do a little more than we say we would, um, as much as I can without throwing the PL out of whack, Megan. So, uh, so I guess ultimately is really trying to create that team environment or that that um, get get dangerously close to that uh, friendship line. I don't go out and do stuff with the guys after hours unless it's a company party or something like that. But um, just shoot them straight um address issues every time when they come up so they never have a big thing hit them that's a surprise if you're disappointed in them and then try to reward them for good behavior being purposeful with reviews upsells which we're not real good at and, and other types of things does that answer the question I hope it, it does it does and you mentioned transparency and you know i well you mentioned transparency and you also mentioned that when you have to be tough you're tough, you know, and uh, and people really shy away from that, which and they don't realize how that really hurts their culture mm -hmm. when they, you know, when you're when you're like building people up, when you can build them up, but when you're like, I don't want to say laying the gauntlet down, but uh, you know, when you're getting firm, when you need to get firm and kind of yeah. draw the sand and the line in the sand, that is such a healthy culture. And uh, yes. people just don't understand that you can't just give, give, give and not do the <clears throat> other side, the side that's harder, mm -hmm. having those frank conversations, but that doesn't. I, can I give two little examples on, yep. on what you're talking about on because uh, I, I probably could have done a better job uh, with your original question, but uh, I'm going to give you one, two examples of where, you know, we, I laid down, you know, the law, if you will, and uh -huh. one that ended up well and one that ended up bad, uh, both good for me. 
the like, uh, so I, one of my employees right now, Johnny, he's phenomenal. He started with this, I think back in January or something like that. Um, he's the one that said, love me some busy season, you know, in that uh, group chat. <laughs> the other day. But um, whenever I interview people like one with technicians, we all know this. Um, the biggest way to, to just screw up your business in the home service industry is to screw up your schedule. And if you're booked out two, three weeks, which I hate being booked out that far, but if you're booked out two or three weeks and then a guy shows up late or calls out, it just, it just hurts so bad for more than just that day. Well, so one of the things in the interview process, I, it's like the very first thing I say is I'm just like, Hey, listen, we're going to have fun in this interview. Cause I usually an interview lasts like an hour and I don't ask hardly any work questions. It's all like personality questions, but, um, I'll say we're gonna have a lot of fun in this interview, but before we get started, I'm just gonna be real straight with you and let's save your time and my time. Are you on time every day to work and do you call out more than like twice a year? And if you can't say, yes, I'm on time every day or you call out a lot, this is just, you're just gonna get fired really, really fast because we just don't do that. So if you're gonna be late like two times in your first month, you're, you're gonna get fired and then I gotta start over and you gotta start over. So is this gonna be a problem? And, um, you know, so I'm real like matter of fact and kind of upfront on that. And then when they're like, nope, we're good. We, you know, we, we take care of business fine. Okay, well, we get into it. So Johnny, who's phenomenal, he's just a phenomenal tech. He came, came in and in his first week, and I actually wasn't very involved uh, that particular week when he started. So I didn't even get to talk to him until it happened. He was late three times. So the tech, one of his buddies called me or one, one of my other employees called me. He's like, hey man, we got a problem. So I talked to him the next uh, uh, next Monday morning and I said, hey, dude, listen, real quick, this has got to get fixed right now or I, I, we're just going to let you go. And he's like, I'll, I'll get it fixed. I'll get it fixed. Three weeks later, he's doing awesome. I needed a new crew leader. I was thinking he was going to be the guy. He was late one more time. I had a conversation. I said, dude, listen, I was about to make you a crew leader. I'm not. I'm, make, I'm making this other guy's not as good as you, but he's dependable. And so you're not the crew leader. But if you, you know, step it up, you'll get there. Well, now he's running a truck on his own. He's doing a phenomenal job because he responded well. And I wasn't a jerk to him when I said it. It was just real, real matter of fact. Now, the bad one is I had another guy that um, just didn't like working for uh, working with my son, Caleb, because he was older than Caleb and didn't like, you know, taking instructions from someone. And I explained to him, hey, if, if you're instructed to do it the company way, because the guy wasn't following our policies, we're going to let you go. Well, one day he said he wasn't going to use a ladder the way we said we're going to use it. I told Caleb, I said, drive him home, drive him to the office immediately. We brought him back and we just fired him. Now that didn't turn out good for him, but Martha, you were talking about culture. If you want A players and you keep B players, you're not going to keep A players. The A players get upset when you have the, the unhappy people. So I think a part of our limited so far, but great success on a short period of time with our employees is because we don't tolerate the stuff that frustrates the guys that are out there busting it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And you know, if you wouldn't have had that conversation with him and like, you could have easily promoted the other guy and never told him, Hey, you were up for a promotion, but you didn't get it. Cause da da da. you could have easily just made the decision. He would have never known any of that. Um, yep. but the fact that you were really transparent, mm -hmm. you are laying that decision in his lap so that the next time that comes up you've told him what he has to do and he's seen you know now he takes you seriously because you've said you know well if 
can I go another step further? Uh, sure. just kind of is, Mich is Michelle going to give you the hook or are we good? I'm not. I'm okay. He's keeping okay. going. We're okay. good. Um, another thing that's really valuable in a, a positive company culture is actually, and I know for a fact there's going to be people watching this. They're going to cringe because they don't want to. I used to be that guy a long time ago, but doing write-ups. Now you can call them what you want. You can call them a performance improvement plan. You can call it a counseling right. report. A, you know, write up whatever you call it is not important, but doing write-ups, it's extremely healthy for your business and it's extremely fair and a good way to treat your employees. And and the ultimate reason for it is for the it being good and a fair way to treat your employees is if you have a system on how you'll do your write-ups. So it's real simple. You do unacceptable behavior. I'm going to give you a verbal or maybe two verbals, depending on what the, the issue is. If you keep doing it, now you're going to get a written warning. Here's a warning. Here's your unacceptable behavior at the top. Here's the uh, way to fix it. Here's what my expectation on you to fix it. Give me a note if you disagree with anything. We're still going with my thing, but you can put your comments in here. Sign it. And then, you know, and you got to be specific. It's just like delegation. Here's what I expect you to fix. Here's uh, the time frame in which I expect it to be fixed in. Well, any good employee at that point, you're not going to have an issue anymore. Usually, if you get to a second warning, which is most of the time a final warning, if someone gets a final warning, I know they're on their way out the door because they didn't fix it before they got there. But what happens, even for the people that get terminated, they had every chance along the way yeah. to, to be the captain of their own ship, fix their problems. If they don't, for me, my mental sanity is if I fire someone, I don't feel bad at all because I treated the person right. I gave them the opportunities and they, they, they could almost set their watch to when they were going to get fired if they, they didn't uh, take care of it. But the people that turn it around, no one likes getting a counseling report or whatever you call it, but, but it works and it helps. So, um, and like Johnny, the, the guy I was just talking about, you know, he never got a written one, but he got a verbal and then he got the second verbal where I'm like, bro, uh, actually he wasn't even going to get wrote up the, the being late thing. I'm, I just don't have much tolerance for it, but, um, I think he could teach your class. I'm pretty sure. Like he, he could teach part of your class. I love it. You Martha teaches an entire program around culture and you have hit two of the 10 week topics. Uh, times. you could learn from, but, but, uh, yeah, I love it. Love yeah. It. Yeah, no, I am right. Daniel, you got a shout out for Send Jim and how you're one of his favorite parts of his business. So uh, and then Matthew, uh, Matthew is really enjoying this. He says that usually Bobby's giving getting shit for or being shamed for being too tough, um, but <laughs> him for being tough. Um, and Matthew, he lost a $20 an hour job because of C players. And then he started his business 30 days later. So yeah. Wow. Good job, Matthew. Yeah, no, you, you, yeah. Hopefully people are starting to kind of open their mind to the fact that it's not being tough. It is being transparent and it's following a process. And it's actually the kinder thing to do because a lot of people, what they do is they get fed up and they're like, dude, you're gone. You're yeah. gone. And well, it's not fair as a, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you're right. As an employee or employer, we're being the bad guy. If you don't do those things because yeah. people get fired and it's a surprise to them, you know, at that right. point. Right. They fair. don't know. 
you know, then it's very ambiguous on, is this a problem? Is this not a problem? He didn't call me on it. I think I'm okay, you know, and uh, so we could go on and on and we won't. Because, uh, we were supposed to wrap it up, but that was wonderful. And I tell you what, in the Fight Club, um, our page, our private group, I will upload my written warning document. And so you guys can take that and uh, it, it follows everything that Bobby's talking about, including what happens next. Like if yeah. you do this within a certain period of time again, what's the next step? So it can also save you from paying out uh, unemployment, which absolutely that's not why I do it, but um, yeah. Yeah, I used to have it on her wall at her office and it was like, this is the steps to getting fired and this is these are the steps to getting promoted and they were both literally step by step on her wall. Uh, and Martha, we're not there yet, but Jeff's getting closer and closer every day. So Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah, I like to walk people over and go, okay, Choose so your own destiny. All right, that was good. That was good. Fun. Are we ready for some homework? Yeah, let's do some homework. Homework, homework. Okay, um, I'm going to give some marketing homework for thinking about your overall business goals, like Bobby was talking about, and making sure that you're aligning your marketing to match those goals. So you can pick any ounce of your marketing. I know we talked about reviews today, but it could also be your social posts. It could be your Google ads, how you're running those, making sure that your voice is really matching your overall goals for your business. No, we've talked about that a lot before on the marketing side of things, but really simple. You can be able to pick whichever area of the marketing you want, but make sure it's aligning with your overall business goals. Love I it. love it when Bobby says like, what, okay, what is your thing? Cause you're better at this than I am, but it's like, uh, well, 547. And then people say, what is that? And you say, well, that's the number of reviews. And it's actually more than the sum of the next 25 competitors. Oh. Reviews. Ooh, I love so, that. Yeah, whenever I'm, if I'm really, if we're having a hard time closing a deal, you know, when we talk about the review thing, as a matter of fact, I don't, they're all in, in the other room, but in our, our sales folders that we have basically just has our sales presentation laid out for the sales rep right there on the inside folder. And it's like, here's the four things that separate us from our competitors. And one of them is social proof. You know, yeah. you don't have to take my word for it. You can go see our 500 and some on reviews which last time I counted was more than the, the uh, next 16 companies combined. And wow. It's pretty cool, yeah. That's amazing. I love it, I love it. Okay, I, I'm i afraid Michelle's gonna get mad at me because I think I might be stealing her homework, but can we totally, no. can, we, can we just combine homework this week? Yeah, of course. Numerics, oh my God. I know, I'm today. Okay, so that is my homework. Check out numerics. Yep. Yeah about KPIs in Fight Club for months. We every, I mean, it's like my favorite thing to ask a guest, what's the KPIs that they want? You got to see Bobby's right there. If you need to play it back, go ahead. But, you know, choosing KPIs that are important to your business is one thing, but then actually looking at them and measuring them and tracking them on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, that's how you move the needle. That's how you actually make your quarterly goals and your monthly goals and your weekly goals. So, um, I think we've given you a lot of ideas about KPIs. I, Bobby, I'm going to try and remember. I think you did gross sales. I think you had your net promoter score. I think you had your capacity. I think you had your daily gross sales, but for the next five days. Um, I, so 
Choose what can has tomorrow's book. I took my watch off because uh, I didn't want to be distracted, but it even has my tomorrow's bookings right on my, my watch face from the so uh, good. things. That's yeah. Every so time really, you look at the time. <laughs> and so really facing your numbers, really looking at them in the face every day, have them on your watch, have them on your screen. Um, and so my challenge for you this week would be figure out what that looks like for you. And you're not going to get it right the first week. You're, you're not going to get it right the second week. But start looking at numbers and use those numbers to help you make decisions. Uh, so numerics is your finance homework for this week. And Michelle? I've I'm already sorry. posted it in my, it's okay. I'm <laughs> going to just change it. It's cool. I'm an overachiever. I'm already in. I've already put the link. It's good. It's fine. So Michelle's homework this week. <laughs> so now my homework is let's check out Service Moxie because Service Moxie is the overarching company that holds on to um, both of those automate, motivate, and send Jim that Bobby responded or talked about. So let's just throw out that link if we could. I got a question. Please. Because um, I don't want to step on toes. Uh, do any of you guys do a, a, do you guys have like a referral for Service Moxie or an affiliate? Oh, okay. I do. Yeah, but that's these are these, you guys are on either side of me. These are my affiliate people here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, no problem. Fight it join, out. You guys fight it out. Join yeah, the group. Both can post it. And they yeah, we can, can both post it. No, I, I won't. I don't want to do it. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just totally dominate you. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel's telling someone to post it. So someone's got to post it. Daniel I love it. I love it. it. I'll do something. Don't worry. I'll figure it out. Okay. So that's my homework is to check out some other tools and put 2020 in your rearview mirror with some things that will really help you scale your business quickly. Um, so now's the time to do that investigation, those trials, just, just get in and, and get some of these tools because these are the things that separate you from your comp competition for sure. So that's my homework. Okay, and my homework, if you need that, that disciplinary warning document, then go in the private group and download that. But um Join fight club for real like that's what she said yeah. for real yeah. the group not just the page and you can have so yeah for some reason i i don't want to put it on the page but i'm more than happy to put it in the private group but uh anyway come up with your disciplinary process if you don't have one that would be all spelled out in your policies and procedures and I preach this all the time, you probably have policies and procedures that does say these things, yeah. but you probably don't follow it. And so if you cannot follow your policies <laughs> the way they're written, you need to edit them so that you will then follow them. And you know, you heard Bobby say it, and I said it, it is the kinder thing to do for your employees so they know exactly where they stand. And then you have no guilt when you have to let somebody go because you gave them every chance in the world and they knew the next steps. Yeah. So, love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, systems don't help you guys. What Martha was talking about, systems don't help you. Executed systems do. So, you know, don't, don't just write that policy down, but uh, I've got this thing right here. It's our mantra for our company right there. It's the little things that make us great. If you see one of my technicians out doing a house wash, if you stopped and asked them, 
that's also above the door going to the warehouse. I make them hit it every time they go out, like it's a football team going out onto the field. The, um, <laughs> but you know, it's the little, a, a little thing is just an execution and um, a, a disciplinary action uh, process. That's a little thing. You got a free sheet from Martha, give them a verbal, give them a written, give them a final, fire their, fire their butt. And um, you're good. He's censored. We got Bobby Walker to censor himself. Wow. I'm calling that a win. Love it. Uh, love it. Okay. Bobby, hey, I love your office, by the way, Bobby. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I mean, it's empty it's everywhere. Is it crooked? I can't tell. No. Oh, <laughs> this one's not crooked. The, okay. I have two yeah. of them. The second one, I decided to read the instructions and it turned out perfect. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Bobby. Uh, okay, so next week, I think we're going to be together, ladies. We're going to be in Breckenridge. Sorry, wow, Bobby. All of us. Uh, Colorado. Yeah, we're having a retreat next week. So we will be live at the Breck next Tuesday, right. 10 a.m. Eastern. And Michelle, do we have a... Uh... We do. We have an update on the Breck. We just got a new person that's going to attend that just applied while we were on live. So it is not too oh, late. Oh, yay! It is not too late to get another table, Michelle. I'm getting another table. I'm at the seat. So it's not too late to get on board with the Breck. Um, it's going to be an awesome time of doing, not just talking. So execution, execution, execution. You're going to get done for you services when you get back on the plane or in the car when you go home. Um, and our quote of the week, Bobby, because we're big into quotes too. We do one every week. And the, this one this week comes from Florence Nightingale. And she said, I attribute my success to this. I never gave or took an excuse. So yep. that's a good one to end on. Thank you all so much for joining us today. And Bobby, we loved having you here in the fight. Bobby, Club. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Because I think Bobby has a course that has a curse word in it, don't you? It might. That quote is totally a no bitch zone. Oh, this one right here. There we go. And Bobby, my course it. is build teams that give a shit. So uh, there we go. See oh, where you should, you should oh, bundle oh. those things. No bitch zone. No teams that give a shit. There you go. Uh, so it. if you want to learn more about Bobby's systems or how he built the business he did or how he got where he was, uh, he's actually giving away all the secrets. You just you pay him for them and he gives them all away and you yep. can learn. So that is the website and uh, that is the famous Bobby Walker. Uh, Love it. Thanks for being here, buddy. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, thanks everybody. Okay, see All you right. next week. Next week. Bye. Bye. Connect with Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club.